Oh, that was a great message. I want to know how many prizes do you have? Do you have enough for everybody in the room? Okay, you heard that. If you remember one thing out of the message this morning, then uh, you can have a prize. Elijah Hoffman was a man who was used to listening to people's troubles. Elijah Hoffman was a pastor, but more than that, he was one of those people who were known near and wide uh, as someone you could talk to about your problems. And so folks would come from everywhere to sit down and spend some time uh, with Brother Hoffman and share their problems. They would pour out their grief and their guilt, their struggles and their problems. But there came a time when one lady came to talk to him, and as she poured out her heart, he thought, I have never heard a person with more problems than this poor lady. It seemed as though any way you could have problems, physical problems, personal problems, spiritual problems, emotional problems, she was troubled. Her entire life had been a time of struggle and despair, and it seemed as though she was overwhelmed. And finally, after she had poured out her heart, she looked at him, and through her tears she cried out, Brother Hoffman, what shall I do? What shall I do? And Elisha Hoffman wasn't even sure where to begin to help this lady with all of her struggles. He couldn't think of any simple, practical advice. In fact, the only thing he could think of was to say this, Ma'am, you can't do anything better than to take all of your sorrows to Jesus. Tell him. Tell him. And she was quiet for a moment, and then her face lit up, and she said to him, you're right, and I need to go. I need to go right now because I must be alone. I must tell Jesus. And he returned to his office, and he couldn't get that woman off his mind, and the last words she said to him kept ringing in his ears, and finally he set everything else aside, and he took out a piece of paper, and he wrote these words, I must tell Jesus all of my trials. I cannot bear these burdens alone. In my distress, he kindly will help me. He ever loves and cares for his own. And at this point, I should burst into song and say, I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus, I cannot bear these burdens alone. I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus, Jesus can help me, Jesus alone. I would have sung those words, but then all of our children would remember, he can't sing. <laughs> that song was written in 1893, 130 years ago. And here's the amazing thing. While the tune may sound old, the message has never gone out of style. And in everybody's life, there comes that time when there's nowhere else to turn. You have to go to Christ. You must tell Jesus. You know, these days, there are as many people struggling as there have ever been. People with hurting bodies and people with hurting hearts and people with hurting lives. People with hurting souls. People who have been dealing with struggles and suffering for a long, long time. And people who struggle came upon them instantly without any time to prepare. This past week, I have been exchanging texts back and forth with my friend, Chris Martin. 
I've known Chris since we went to the Holy Land together back in 2013. But in those times, they, I, we were with a group that carried one Baptist pastor from every state convention. And I had the privilege of going as Alabama. Chris came as the pastor from Hawaii. At the time, he was the pastor of the Lahaina Baptist Church. It doesn't exist anymore. Judith and I had the privilege of visiting that church one Sunday. It's the most amazing place, an open-air church where they just slid back the walls and worshipped. It's about a block off of the street that you've been seeing so much of this past week. And Chris went on to become the state exec of the Hawaii Baptist. Now he's working with the International Mission Board. So he's not there anymore, but he's only been away a few months. And there's a real struggle with not being close to your people. But more than that, his son and his family are residents of Lahaina. And they found out that their children were able to get away. But they lost everything they owned. It came from nowhere. It came from nowhere. One thing is true. All of us are going to go through difficult times. We have so many folks in our church that have been struggling. I was thinking this week as I was working on this message about this summer and the ways that different folks in our church have struggled. Folks who have had surgery. Folks who have had setbacks. Folks who have lost people they love. Folks who have had to deal with real difficulties. The truth is this. You can look around yourself this morning and you're not more than one row removed from somebody who is struggling with something. And you can look inside yourself and know what's going on in your own life, your own share of struggles. Sometimes we want to ask the question, so where do you turn when things are hard? Is there any safe place that I can go and find healing and hope? The truth is this. You need the same thing that that woman needed so many years ago. You need Jesus. You need to go to Jesus. And this morning I want to share a passage with you. I can guarantee you that if you don't need it now, you're going to need it soon. Because in a world full of danger and struggle and disappointment, it is a message about the safest place on earth. That place you can go and it will never let you down. That is under the covering hand of Jesus. We read it together just a few moments ago. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. How do you get to that safest place on earth? What do you have to do? I want to take a few moments and from that very short passage share some very deep things that all of us need to know about how to find your way to the safest place on earth. And the first thing you have to know is this. You have to bow down to get to the safest place on earth. The Bible says you humble yourself under his mighty hand. One thing will always be true when you need the safest place on earth. You can only get to Jesus when you admit 
how much you need Jesus. As long as in your life you think, I can handle it, and I don't really need the Lord. I can take care of things, and I can do it by myself. I have enough strength within me that whatever may come, I'm going to be big enough, strong enough, and able enough to take care of myself. You're never going to find your way to the safest place on earth until you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. You know, over the years, I've heard more than my share of people who are angry and disappointed with the Lord. They expected things from him, and he never gave them. Some wanted relief. Some wanted comfort. Some needed healing. Some wanted answers or help or hope. Some prayed for things that they never got. Others had to deal with things that they never expected to come their way. More than a few of them spent their lives completely ignoring the Lord until they needed him desperately. And then they were angry because God didn't jump right away to take care of something that had been building up for years. They wanted so many different things. But they all had one thing in common. They came to the Lord with an attitude of pride. You need to give me what I want. You need to meet my needs because I deserve it. I want it, and I want it now. One of the things we have to realize is that God doesn't always answer the prayer of a proud heart. At the same time, I've known other people over the years who had every reason to complain who have endured things and experienced troubles that seemed overwhelming. And some good and godly people have endured trials that don't seem fair to the people around them. But there's a peace in their lives that other people are missing. What is the difference? A proud heart will never find its way to the safest place on earth. Those people who were able to endure and thrive in the midst of hardship are those folks who trusted God and humbled themselves under his hand, who said, Lord, you're the only one who can help me. I'm going to bring myself to you. I'm going to bring my life to you. I'm going to bring my needs to you. I need you. Interestingly enough, some of the most spiritually humble people that I have ever known have been people who endured hardship. And in the midst of hardship, learn how much you can trust the Lord. One thing is for sure. Pride will never bring you before the throne of God. You can't get under the mighty hand of God standing erect. You have to bow down. You have to humble yourself under the power of Christ. And it's those who come to the Lord humbly, not demanding anything, but knowing that the Lord is their only sure hope, who discover he is always there when you need him the most. One thing will always be true about believers who go through great struggles. When you hurt, you will either turn to Jesus or away from him. When you go through hardship, it's either going to draw you closer to God or you're going to drift away, turn away, run away from God if you face him with a proud heart. So you humble yourselves under the mighty hand 
of God. And you don't come to the Lord demanding and you don't come to the Lord expecting and you don't come to the Lord telling him what he's supposed to do. You just come to the Lord and say, I can't do this by myself. I can't face this on my own. If I don't have Jesus, I have no hope. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. There's the second thing you have to do. You have to let go to find your way to the safest place on earth. The Bible says, casting all your cares upon him. Listen this morning. Jesus has never offered to share our burdens with us. He offers to take our burdens from us. Too many times I want to talk to the Lord about my problems. I want his advice. I want his concern. I want his care. I want his blessing. But there's one thing that I don't want to do. I come to him and I share it all with him. But I don't want to let it go. I want to hold on to it. Keep a tight grip on my problems. It's like the way they used to capture monkeys out in the jungle long ago. You remember the story? They take the jar with a narrow mouth and put some kind of shiny objects down inside and the monkeys would come out of the trees and they would see those shiny objects and they would reach down there and grab the object but when they tried to take their hand out it would not come. It was captured and the hunters would come to pick them up and the monkeys would want to run away but they couldn't get away because the only way to get away was to let go of that thing that was holding them back and they just wouldn't let it go. Those foolish monkeys. Foolish you. Foolish me Lord I need to talk to you about my troubles I haven't even been able to sleep at night Lord I'm struggling with this it's so painful it's so hard I don't see any solutions God I need you and the Lord says well give it to me and I'll take it I don't want to do that I just want to tell you all about it why are we so determined to hold on to the things that are burdens in our lives because when you let go, you lose control. When I let go of those things that burden me, I lose control. And it's so hard to give it up, even the Lord himself. When you're hurting, you really do want the Lord. You want his guidance. You want his comfort. You want his healing. You want his strength. But you don't want to cast it all on him and until you do those burdens are going to continue to break you the scripture says that you have to cast your cares on him you see the Lord will not share your cares and he will not take your cares by force he won't pry them away from you but he'll gladly receive anything you surrender to him. He's not going to force you to let it go. But if you'll just give it to him, 
He'll help you. He invites you to bring your cares to him. The Bible says you have to cast your cares on him. And that word in the Bible is a very special verb. This is what it means. It means to do something once and for all. I cast my cares on him. And then I let go. They're his to handle now. I don't know what he's going to do. That's not my problem. I just cast my care on him. You don't give it away and then take it back. To cast your cares on the Lord means you give them to him, then you trust him to take care of you. And he doesn't have to explain what he does, and you don't have to understand. You just depend upon him. You place your problems in God's mighty hands. You're in the safest place on earth. Well, that sounds really good, but how can you be sure? How can you be sure that God will keep his promise? How can you be sure that if the Bible tells you cast your cares on him, that he's going to take care of it? It's easy. You don't trust what he does. You trust him. See what I mean? It's not about the actions you take, Lord. It's you. I trust you. No matter what. If your mind has been a million miles away this morning, pay attention to these four words. He cares for you. He cares for you. What did you hear a while ago? He's written your name on the palm of his hand. He cares for you. Nobody loves you like Jesus loves you. Nobody ever has. Nobody ever will. And sometimes when you're overwhelmed in your life, when your troubles seem so big and your cares are crushing you and when you don't know where to turn... You just need to take it to Jesus. He cares for you. That's the most important message I have to share with you today. Whatever you're going through, whatever has happened to you, whatever's happening right now, whatever's going to happen to you, you need to know this. You can bring it all to Jesus. You can cast your cares on him because he cares for you. He knows your name. He knows your struggles. He knows what you're going through. And he loves you. And you can depend on him. Whatever may come your way, he cares for you. Never forget that. Keep that in your mind. If you don't remember anything else, there's a great thing to remember. He cares for you. And because he cares for you, when you cast your cares upon him, you're in the safest place on earth. We need to know that there are places you can turn and they're going to be safe and you're going to be secure and it's going to be okay. Whatever may be going on inside of you, whatever may be going on around you, whatever may be happening to people you love, whatever may be happening in the world around us, we can cast it on him. He cares.
for you. And especially if you're here today and you're not a believer. And you've never given your life to Christ and you've never trusted him to be your savior. You need to understand this. You can trust Jesus today. He cares for you. You may say, you don't understand. You don't know the things I've done wrong in my life. You don't know the times I've sinned. You don't know how many times I've said no to God. You don't know how many times I've turned away. God doesn't want somebody like me. Oh, yeah, he cares for you. He cares deeply for you. And if you trust him, he'll forgive you of your sins, and he'll come into your heart, and he'll change you for eternity because he cares for you. And maybe today that's exactly what you need to do. In a moment when we sing our invitation hymn, maybe this is your day to say, I want to trust Jesus. I want to trust Jesus today as my Savior and Lord because he loves me. And he died for me and he rose again and he's offering me eternal life. And all I've got to do is trust him. He cares. And I turn to him. Maybe God's calling on you to do something else. Maybe God wants you to be part of this fellowship. And you just need to plant yourself in this place to serve him here and to experience his love through the fellowship of this First Baptist Church. He cares for you. Maybe he's calling on you to make some special decision. And today's the day you need to do it. And you need to go ahead and make that decision because he cares for you. Don't know what's going on in your life. Maybe it shows on the outside. Maybe nobody in the world knows, but he does. So cast it all on him. And if that means coming and saying, just pray for me. This is the need in my life. I'll be glad to meet you and pray with you. He cares for you. Are you ready to trust him today? Let's stand together. Let's sing. As God's Holy Spirit speaks, you come.
been good to be in God's house today. I'm glad we got to share this time together. Let me encourage you again, remind you to be back this evening at 5. We'll be in the fellowship hall. And Nathan and Lindsay Lyon will be doing a concert for us as they complete their ministry here at First Baptist. And we can, we'll have an opportunity to hear that, to enjoy some refreshments and wish, wish them well. And I encourage you to be here. Let's bow together now for our closing prayer and then our final song. Father, we do thank you that we can cast our cares on you. Lord, we know that cares are going to come our way, and there are going to be times when we struggle, and Father, sometimes we struggle deeply. But Father, we don't struggle so far and so deeply that the love and the grace of Jesus can't find us and surround us with your love and power. So help us, Lord, to turn our eyes on Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. Thank you.